You are listening to The Walking Leader Podcast episode number 264. Hello, I am your host, David Guerra, and I welcome you back to another episode of The Walking Leader Podcast. As always, The Walking Leader Podcast is for you, current and future leaders, to help give you the tools to help you succeed as a leader in your organization as well as in your personal life. The tools of The Walking Leader focus on getting you up and out from behind your desk and out onto the front lines where those you lead, because that's where they are every day. They're in the trenches, day in and day out, and as a leader... Attention leaders, in case no one told you, I'm telling you now, it is your responsibility to know how the battle is going and there is no better way to know than to be out on the front lines where the bullets are flying. So get out there. And now without delay, let's get this episode started. While it is not something tangible or physically demanding, visualization can be as mentally taxing as working through an on-field combat simulation, also known as war games, See, with visualization, you, quote, visualize, you focus on something specific, an event, a person, or goal you want to achieve, and hold it in your mind, imagining your outcome becoming reality, end quote. Now, while visualization has proven to be effective in reaching and achieving goals, however, better and faster results are achieved when visualization is combined with the physical aspects of practicing. If wanting more practice and increasing the levels of discomfort, stress, and uneasiness also comes a growing level of proficiency. Thus, recognizing that increasing proficiency and the need to keep the levels rising means leaving behind what was considered amateur is now becoming professional. Trying to go back to an amateur mindset at this point, it's going to be difficult. See, identifying the need to achieve any level greater than that of amateur, the professional mindset individual will do what it takes to rise above past levels of thinking with an amateur mindset, which includes putting in the work, which in this case means practicing. In her Harvard Business Review article, senior manager Jennifer Long writes about the inevitable discomfort and the outcome of practicing, quote, After all, practice is the only way to become proficient in a new skill or behavior. As leaders, we need to embrace discomfort of being beginners in order to continue to grow and improve. End quote. There it is about beginning again. In anything we do as human beings, especially as our human history has migrated from that of hunter-gatherer to click here and wait 30 minutes and here is your very own cheese pizza, our innate survival skills have suffered. Of course, home delivery is much better than having to lug that huge woolly mammoth back to the cave, then skin it, and then cook it. While it may have been tasty for early humans, it was time-consuming, and it was an unpleasant task. There was no certainty that early man would not become the mammoth's dinner instead. However, it is through practice that caveman Og becomes the proficient hunter. While he may have had the occasional run-in with a saber-toothed tiger or caught in a uh, stampede of Eocene-era bison, Og, our hunter-gatherer, eventually learned to handle situations and come home with today's meal. Arg and the countless other humans that came after learned so much that through their innovative and evolving minds created the tools to help change the odds of survival from 1 in 99 
to almost 50-50 and now up to 0.001 out of 100. See, the stick became the spear, the spear became the sword and the arrow, the arrow became the cannon, the cannon becomes the rifle, the rifle becomes the machine gun. Meanwhile, the arrow also becomes the V-2 rocket. The V-2 becomes Saturn V rocket. The Saturn V puts humans on the moon. Now talk talk about running away from that charging saber-toothed tiger. Now, while advancing the uh, while the advancing miracles of technology are our hunter-gatherer skills deteriorated down to a push of a button, and in minutes our hunger was satiated without having to go out and brave the elements or put our lives on the line for a nice mammoth steak. Now, without getting out there and practicing, the professional cannot remain professional. Arg becomes dinner, and his line of human of humanity comes to an end. Luckily, that was not the case for Arg. See, as you, the long descendant of Arg, is listening to this podcast, Arg practiced, and of course, in time, in in his actual attempts at bringing down the woolly mammoth, well, they were met with failures and near misses, but growing ever hungry, Arg also continued to practice, and he may have even dreamed visualization of getting off those spectacular hip shots and saving the day and saving his family and tribe from starvation. The professional mindset made Arg the tribe's provider. Arg was the best at what he did, and you can be just like Arg. While saber-toothed tigers are no longer roaming wildly, today's equivalent are the other professionals, the ones that put in the work, the ones that practice their craft at every opportunity. The ones, they are the ones out there at the park, running sprints, out there on the driving range, practicing their swing, or in the empty conference room, practicing for this big speech in front of a class of fourth graders for the annual Bring Your Parent to School Day. And folks, if you've never spoken in front of a class of fourth graders and the chances and the chance does arise, I highly recommend you take it. I guarantee those kids will be tougher than speaking to the members of the board or standing in front of the first sergeant's desk on a very early Monday morning and explaining your actions over the weekend. Uh, So again, take it. Now, practice, practice, practice. There is no two ways around it. You have to put in the work on a constant and consistent basis. You cannot shortchange yourself or anyone when it comes to practice and practicing. Whether it is a real-life simulation or visualization, there is no substitution or there is no substitute for getting out there and practicing what you do. If you want to be the best and remain the best, then you have no choice but to work at beating the best. I do believe it was World Championship Wrestling and World Wrestling Federation, now World Wrestling Entertainment, 16-time, 16-time world champion and living legend, Ric Flair once said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. In this case, Ric Flair was the man. What he was saying, not just to the fans and to the competition, but also to himself, is in order to be the best, you have to strive to beat the best, even if you are the best at what you do. Rest assured, by being 16-time world champion, Ric Flair was either in the squared circle wrestling his opponent for the title, or he was out in the practice ring preparing for the next match. And the same can be said for Brett Favre. Tom Brady, Serena Williams, Michael Phelps, Cal Ripken Jr., Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Usain Bolt, Caitlin Ohashi, and countless other sports-based professional mindset individuals. 
They all excelled at what they did and practice was a huge factor in making them the true professionals they have become. Now, of course, they celebrated their Super Bowl wins, their World Series titles, the NBA championships, Olympic gold medals, and setting NCAA gymnastics scoring records without fail or hesitation. However, they were out on the practice field, court, track, as soon as they could because with a professional mindset, they know the only way to win again was to get out there and do everything they could to repeat the actions that got them the accolades, the titles, and ultimately the separation from those with an amateur mindset. Now, while the level of celebration will vary, the professional gets back at it as soon as possible. There may come a time when getting back to practice might not be feasible or seem possible. While the amateur mindset may just give up altogether, and that's that. Well, again, that's on them. The professional keeps the expectation the same. Get back at it as fast as possible. Therefore, when we break from practice, when a, when a break from practice is inevitable, there is no reason to fall into despair or internal turmoil. You have another opportunity to resume your practice every day, as a matter of fact. As a CEO and founder of Twin Flame Studio, Tina Dietz tweeted, Every day is a new beginning. Take a deep breath, smile, and start again. End quote. And just like that, you can begin again. Get out there and practice. Practice and practice some more. Practice like your life depends on it. As you never know, the day may come that your life or death may depend on the amount of practice you've put in, the quality of the practice, and most of all, the amount of sweat you shed. The late U.S. Army General H. Norman Schwarzkopf recognized the need for practice, high-caliber, high-level practice, for not just the military, but for everyone that wants to succeed. And when he said, and I quote, the more you sweat in peace, the less you bleed in battle, end quote. Now, of course, other military generals have been quoted as saying something similar like that, some similar to that throughout history. That is because the last place anyone wants to learn strategies and test new tactics it's on the battlefield as the bullets are flying. That's the last place. If that was the case, there would be no need for sweat because everyone would have already long since bled out. Folk, take to heart the experience and guidance of those individuals that have lived to a ripe old age while having a career in a field where in most cases the life expectancy is days, hours, if not minutes. Listen to their words on getting out there and practicing whether it is a full-blown combat simulation or a walkthrough on paper. While the type of practice matters, but what matters most is actually practicing. Therefore, as current or future leaders, someone that is transitioning from an amateur mindset to a professional mindset, you must do what it takes to sharpen your skills and hone your craft at all times. Your future self will thank you for it, especially if you find yourself standing on stage at Carnegie Hall. Well, that's it for this episode of the Walking Leader Podcast. If you have any comments or questions, please don't hesitate. Drop me an email at dave at davegarrett.com or leave me a voice message at the Walking Leader hotline at 956-720-0060. Or reach out to me on Twitter at Dave Guerra, all one word. That's the at symbol, Dave Guerra. That's my name, and I look forward to hearing from you. Also, I want to thank you for your time. I do appreciate you making it to this point of the episode. I am David Guerra, author of the books, The Walking Leader and Great to Follow. And I invite you to subscribe to The Walking Leader podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, and Stitcher. You can find all those links on the DaveGuerra.com website. 
Lastly, I want to remind you to always go beyond the grind and go beyond the hustle because that's the only way to be the walking leader and a leader that is truly great to follow. And until next time, I thank you. The Walking Leader Podcast is a David Guerra presentation.